Welcome to Embracing Your Power Within podcast. Consider this to be your weekly dose of mindset development, honest conversation, and kick-ass positive energy. I'm your host, Cheryl Barron. I'm a corporate executive, master mindset mentor, and career development expert. I'm here to help you step into who you want to be. We're here to dream big and make shit happen. We'll explore what's holding you back and how to overcome it. So let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Cheryl from embracingthepowerwithin.com and I have an exciting episode for you today on manifestation through the 12 laws of the universe. This will be part one of my manifestation episode so you tuned in at the right time. So I remember years ago watching an episode on Oprah. I did say years ago, and I know I'm dating myself. And Oprah had a guest on, and her name was Rhonda Byron. And I remember being so addicted to this conversation as she was promoting her book. And her book happened to have been The Secret, which I'm sure all of you have probably read. And if you haven't, you might have watched the movie, but we've all heard of The Secret. What I remember after that show is really believing that everyone does have the ability to create their own reality. And I'm talking about the law of attraction. And I believed I could create anything I wanted. I was down for this after watching the episode. But I also remember thinking, how the hell does this all work? You know, back when my attention span was the same as a squirrel, I was thinking that if I thought about it, if I wanted it bad enough, I'd close my eyes for a few seconds and visualize it, and it's going to come to me. But it didn't, and when it didn't happen the next day, or the next week, or the next few years, I just figured that I was a shitty manifester, that manifestation just wasn't going to work for me. So I read The Secret cover to cover, not once, but twice. I got excited about reading all the stories and the examples of how it worked for so many other people, but it was not working for me. I went so long without results, despite all the books I read, all the gurus I listened to, but what I realize now is that I was really afraid to go all in. Manifestation made total sense to me. When I heard about it, when I listened to other people's experiences, but I was missing something. So I'm wondering if by chance it sounds like you too. So when I was trying to figure out why this wasn't working for me, I realized that there was so much more to the universe than the law of attraction. That was just one piece of it. And now I know I wasn't getting any results because I was missing the other 11 laws. I thought there was something wrong with me. I didn't realize then that there were a bunch of other laws guiding this shit. And learning about the 11 other laws made overcoming challenges easier and faster for me. So we think that if something doesn't happen fast enough for us, that it's our fault and we start judging ourselves, not realizing that there's a reason for the delay. I had only ever heard of the law of attraction. 
which basically says that if you want something, all you have to do is want it bad enough and visualize it. But that never works by itself. But I'm going to teach you about the other 11 universal laws that you really need to know about. And the first is the law of oneness. The law of oneness states that there is no difference between you and me. We all have the power within us to create what we want. This law means that what you do to one, you do to yourself. So think about that. If you're the type of person that talks about other people when they're not around, who treats someone badly, either in front of them or behind their back, you may as well be doing the same to yourself because energetically you are. What you wish on someone, you wish for yourself. So celebrate people instead. Celebrate someone that is trying to manifest something you want or already is in a place that you want to get to. Don't be jealous of it. Just know that if they can have it, you can have it too. Number two, the law of vibration. Everything has a vibration and everything has energy, including you. In order to manifest what you want, you have to become a vibrational match by aligning with what you want. So how do you align with it? I asked this question over and over until I got the answer. You start by feeling really good about it even before you have it. So before you have it, you're going to live as if you already do. And when we align energetically, we have access to this powerful law of vibration. So for example, I'm always paying attention to my thoughts because they have power to dictate the frequency I'm vibing at. And I know that. So if I'm pissed off or frustrated with someone or something, and let's face it, we're human. We all live in the real world. So this shit is going to happen. Over time and with practice, I'm able to catch myself quickly when I'm in the state and I give myself time to be there, but I only give myself 5, 10, 15 minutes to be there and to bitch or vent about something and then I shift out of it because I know it does me no good to stay there because when I'm there, I'm in low vibration and I'm not going to align with the things I want. Another example is if you're constantly struggling financially, you're more than likely constantly focusing on your lack of money or you're focusing on what you don't have or your resource limitations And what you focus on, you get more of. So your thoughts and your emotions are vibing in that state at a low frequency. So you're going to attract more scarcity in that example. You can apply these examples to anything, relationships, career advancement, your health. So be mindful of your thoughts and emotions. For another example around relationships, if you're always in the mindset that you know, your relationship sucks. If only this person would, you know, be more thoughtful. If only this person would empty the dishwasher when you know and they know that it's full. If only this person would do whatever it is. If only, if only, if only. If that's what you're focused on, instead of all the positive aspects of that person and all the good things about the relationship, you're just going to keep getting more of the negative pieces of that relationship that are making you unhappy. So turn that thought process around and focus on all the good things that are within that. Three, the law of action. We can visualize, dream, meditate, all we want. And we should do these things. 
but we also need to take physical action. When you actually do something that relates to the goal you're trying to manifest or bring into your life, it will come so much faster. It takes a little more than wishful thinking. You have to take action towards the things that you want. Unfortunately, there is no magic here. Four, the law of correspondence. Everything is a reflection. How you're feeling is what you're manifesting. Embrace yourself for this. Your current reality is a reflection of how you felt in the past. If you're anything like me, this concept might sting a bit. In the past, I found myself coming up with all these reasons why I wasn't where I wanted to be. She came from money and I didn't. They're the favorite. They get more opportunities. I don't have time to focus on X, Y, Z. I have too much on my plate. You get my drift. I had to ask myself really vulnerable questions, like how much of my current experience was manifested because I thought this would be the outcome before I even started. That ties into self-fulfilling prophecy, right? When I really sat with that, I realized that I had a fear of failure. I could not blame anyone else for my current situation but me. And that really sucked. As an example, if you have always dated emotionally unavailable people, see if you can find out what this pattern says about your internal beliefs. Remember, everything is a reflection. So if you have toxic people in your life, they are showing up because of something coming from within you, something you need to recognize and learn from before you can end that pattern. So we will repeat the same lessons over and over again until we change the emotions and until we learn the lesson. So focus on changing your reactions, your train of thought, and shift to a positive mindset. Be aware and be intentional about that. Number five, the law of cause and effect. This one, you guys, is known as karma. What you sow, you reap. Ask yourself, what seeds are you planting? The soil does not care. It's going to grow whatever you plant. Are you planting seeds of jealousy, of envy, of ill wishes on someone else? Knowing whatever you sow, you reap. Focus on the harvest you want and not the one you don't. Number six, law of attraction. This is the most common law in manifestation. It means like attracts like. The universe doesn't care what energy you're putting out there. This is similar to cause and effect. It will return the same energy back to you. Positive energy will attract positive energy and negative energy will attract negative energy. If your reality is filled with the things you don't want and that's what you're focusing on, it doesn't mean you don't deserve better and it doesn't mean you can't have better. It's a chance to check in with yourself and see what type of energy you are putting out. So check your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. Are they positive? Are they mostly negative? Whatever they are, you're attracting more of the same. The good thing is, you can change your thoughts, you can change your feelings, and you can change your actions. And you can do that as soon as you decide you want to. So in part two of this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about angel numbers. And I see them a lot. And when I see fours, I usually see them on the clock. I'm always looking up and it'll be 444. And when I see that, 
and I don't always say it, but when I do, I immediately become aware of what my thoughts are because fours are a reminder that your thoughts and your actions are creating your reality. So it's a little heads up, be careful what you're thinking because that's what you're going to get. So sometimes when I see 444, I'm in one of those frustrated moods and I'm focused on something that's probably not going right and I might be in a shitty attitude or a shitty mood that day. And this is where I step back and I reset. So I focus on my goals and what I want to bring in so the law of attraction can work its magic. And sometimes I see 444 and I'm really aligned and feeling really good and you know, operating at a high vibe state. And that 444 just reminds me that I'm doing all the right things. So seven, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Ooh, that's a mouthful. This is here to remind us that we have a power to change our lives as soon as we decide to change it. It reminds us that high vibe energy consumes low vibe energy. So no one else can bring you down despite what you think. It does not work that way. It's only our fear and our perception that actually changes our energy. Not other people, but if you're surrounding yourself by people who are negative and in low vibe energy, your energy probably will reduce from a high vibe to a lower vibe energy because you're allowing yourself to go there. So you really need to be aware of where your energy is and be mindful of that. And eight, the law of compensation. This is similar to cause and effect also. This reminds us to give what we can freely and without expectations. Don't expect something in return. Don't expect appreciation or anything else. If you're giving freely, you will always be blessed in return. So if you're doing something with an agenda, it's not going to work out for you. So when I was in college and dead broke, which I was, I remember driving in Boston where I was going to school and being at a stoplight and I would hit this damn red light no matter what. Didn't matter what time, what day, I would hit this damn red light. And there would be this man and it was always the same man with a cup and he would come up to my window and he would start washing my window and squeezing it and then he had his cup for some money in return. And no matter how little money I had, I would always put money in that cup. And it was mostly because I felt under pressure because he was standing at my window and I felt obligated. But I did it anyway. And even though I needed that money because I was more than likely low on gas and about to run out, but I gave it anyway. And I never really did run out of gas, but I was on fumes. The good thing is that that money would always come back to me and it would come back to me tenfold. Another example is giving of your time, volunteer, mentor, help somebody out. Nine, the law of relativity. Every one of us will face challenges. It's a damn fact of life. It's all relative and we need to keep it in perspective. Life is always going to happen for us, not to us. So every problem, obstacle, and challenge that's put in front of us 
It's to become stronger, to help us evolve, to help us learn the lessons and to be the best version of ourselves. So take that for what it is. Number 10, the law of polarity. Everything has a polar opposite. Happiness has sadness, light has dark, abundance has scarcity. Every positive has a negative and every negative has a positive. By understanding this law and applying it in your life, you will attract more positivity, abundance, and happiness. This law also helps you overcome limiting beliefs that are impacting your success and ability to bring into your life what you want. We're going to dive deeper into limiting beliefs in part two of this episode because they are a really big reason why you're not reaching your potential. And there's a lot to unpack with that one. Number 11, the law of rhythm. This law reminds us that nature is cyclical and we are all part of nature. So we, as a result, also have seasons. Just like we can't expect 365 days of summer, although I personally would love that, we can't expect to be energized, happy, and productive 365 days a year either. So just like seasons, we all have a winter where we need to rest and regroup. I don't know about all of you, but whenever I'm doing any creative work like content development and stuff like that, I go through periods where I'm pumping it out and then periods where I can't touch it for a couple of weeks. And that's all right. That's just a lot of rhythm. So you got to give yourself a break and recognize what season you're in when you're feeling that way. And finally, number 12, the law of gender. So we all have feminine and we all have masculine energies within us. And masculine energy is based on knowledge. So it's things like action, logic, practicality, stability, willpower, focus, drive, goal-oriented, all of that. So if you are a natural leader, a problem solver, a big picture thinker or dreamer, consider yourself highly motivated and driven. And if you enjoy stepping up in a crisis, you're probably tapping into your masculine energy and in a healthy way. On the flip side of that, if you're always on the go, You never allow yourself downtime. You can't sit still. You have a fully booked calendar. You operate from a black and white perspective. And if you consider yourself a type A perfectionist, you might be tapping into your masculine energy just a little bit too much. And feminine energy is based on knowing. It's things like intuition, creativity, passion, nurture, authenticity, the ability to connect, to be open, to be dynamic, and to be perceptive. If you consider yourself an empath or you feel like an introverted extrovert, it's likely because you're tapping into your feminine energy in a healthy way. And when you're at your most powerful, you feel safe and vulnerable, and that can make other people feel so supported and seen by you. So that's when you are lighting up a room when you're walking into it. On the flip side of that, if you're struggling to find yourself, if you struggle to execute, to get motivated, to make decisions, or you become overcome with emotions, it might mean that you're tapping into your feminine energy 
too much. If you are a feminine energy dominant, you are the person other people will go to in order to get an honest opinion and you'll advocate for the underdog. If you're a masculine energy dominant, you are the person other people will go to when they need someone to step up and take control. You can move mountains and you love dreaming big. Others will often comment that you seem to be faster, stronger, better at most everything than other people. However, you might also struggle with micromanaging. You might not take criticism well. You might easily be intimidated and you might battle perfectionism and burnout. So to manifest what you want using the law of gender, learn to pull from your feminine and your masculine energy. You'll need to do that based on different needs and different scenarios. We'll always ebb and flow between the two, but you're really in your zone when you are balancing both energies. So we made it through the 12 universal laws and you cannot get away from it if you want to be a badass manifester. So I will put a link in the show notes to my website, embracingthepowerwithin.com, where I'll post these 12 universal laws for your reference. And I'm also going to post a recommendation of books that I really love and have felt helpful in my journey. So I'm going to post that as well. So you are not going to want to miss the next episode for part two of Manifestation. And in the meantime, have a fabulous week, everyone. Thank you so much for hitting play today. If you like what you've heard, please like and subscribe to my podcast so I can keep the good stuff coming. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode of Embracing Your Power Within. Have a fantastic week.